bro. I was like, those two people on their podcast is great. <laughs> and then every once in a while, that ghost that shows up and whispers stuff. Those Who's two, he? Those What's two that people guy's story? Ghost? Yeah. I like this podcast. Like we should change it to two people and a ghost. <laughs> I like this. No, no, no. Two voices and a whisper. <laughs> Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Ask Me Where I'm From. Um, today we're going to, uh, we've got a couple of uh, emails and write-ins that we're going to share <laughs> with you guys. Um, we've got one uh, from, an, from an all-time friend um, back from California that Jaden's going to talk about and kind of share some memories uh, from her. And then we've got another write-in uh, from, a, from a new friend um, who's, who's had some similar experiences as us and um, we're going to kind of like compare and contrast our growing up years and, and what that was like. So, um, Jade, I'm going to pass it to you uh, to share about uh, an email that we got from one of our California friends. Yeah, Sherry. Um, she uh, was a really so good friend. Are we saying Sherry or are we, are we, so, we going to say, are we going to call her the lady who must she, not be named? <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> the lady who must not be named. Um, I think I think in this episode, uh, Sherry. Is it we you? Can call her, we can just call can her we Sherry. Call her Sherry? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, she, yeah, Sherry was a good friend of ours in California. Um, I don't remember how her and mom met exactly. I know I know she I was like our gym, bo- uh, gym buddy for a long yeah, time. We had a couple of mutual friends, I yeah, think, too. Yeah, mutual friends. And maybe, <clears throat> oh my gosh, uh, Bell Choir. They both did Bell Choir. <laughs> wow, embarrassing. I totally forgot. Hey, <clears throat> I think they were really proud of it. Yeah, until one of them had to say, "Can you pass me the F and G?" Because they were talking <laughs> oh, about gosh. they were talking about the bells. <laughs> one of them was an F bell. One of them was a G bell. I and it was probably my mom. She was like, "Can you pass me the F and G?" <laughs> so funny. And I don't think mom got kicked off or anything. She just no, surprisingly. No, I think she really enjoyed that. So I know I don't know if that's how they met, but I know they did bell choir together which so i totally forgot that mom did that that's so fun to be reminded <laughs> yeah. do, so do, you remember, do you remember her with the little, oh, white gloves? little white gloves yes so fresh so fresh <laughs> um but uh and then sherry yeah she was like my gym buddy for a long time we watched uh, uh women's uh, basketball together it was so random i've never really been one to follow basketball but uh the Maryland Turtles. Fear the Turtle. Fear the Turtle. I got a t-shirt and everything that, yeah. for that span of time I was committed. <clears throat> Didn't it beat the rabbit in the race because it was like slow and patient? Hey. Oh, wow. You got it. Good one, John. Fear the Turtle. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and then I we like dog sat for him some. They had, yep. I loved their dogs. I loved their dogs so much. Iggy was one of the dogs. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. I thought at one point I was going to own Iggy. Um, yeah. They weren't going to be able to bring her, I believe. Oh, my gosh. She was so precious. Some sweet dogs. Yeah. I don't remember if that was the dog where Dad said if we got a fence, I could have it. And then we found a fence, and he thought we were going to have to stay for it so we'd be a long time or something. So and he was like, oh, right. just, just kidding. I don't remember if that was a dog or not, but I know that in my heart that was my first dog. <laughs> I loved her very much. Um, and then Sherry, man, she was... She I, she went to some of my soccer games and stuff. Mm-hmm. We really um, I, I remember hanging out with them a lot. Super fun. Um, 
she shared a, a, I don't know, a conversation that happened. I guess she was, she was at my soccer game with mom and they were just kind of like hanging out, talking and stuff. And someone asked them, uh, oh, how long have you guys been friends or something like that? Expecting them to say like a long time. And they kind of looked at each other and they were like four months. And they, <laughs> the, the person was just like flabbergasted that, um, that they'd only been friends for four months. But, but like she said in the email, she's like, that's how it is. You mm-hmm. just kind of yeah. hit it off with somebody and that's what it's like uh, to be in the military. Um, and then like. She talks about, you know, going to work and forgetting to um, unplug her coffee pot and just telling mom, hey, can you can you go do that for me? Because, yeah. you know, we just live down down or up the hill, whatever it was. Which, yeah. um, which you, <laughs> A few blocks down or up, up or down. And you, I mean, you leave your doors unlocked. You're on base. You know, yeah. you're, you trust your neighbors. It's, it's that kind of environment. Um, but one of, one of the hardest times, I think, just like, you know, our family has been through a lot, but... Um, one of the things that happened in California was in 2005, you, mom Mm. and Jackson were in that horrible accident. Um, and I remember Sherry, there's Sherry and there's a couple other friends, but those are absolutely one of the, some of the people that I think of, um, you know, mom was hospitalized for months or a a couple months, maybe, you know, dad was working. Um, Jackson, Jackson was, yeah, Jackson was was, in the hospital. Yeah. There's just so much going on, and that family of friends, the the those people that were there. I mean, I I'll never forget. Um, yeah, Sherry driving me to the hospital and and going to see mom and just being such a good friend to mm-hmm. our whole family. Um, yeah. like they mm-hmm. took care of us. That kind of support, it's it's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I miss her. I would, I would love to see her. We were we kind of talked a little bit, and uh, I think. I might try to see her. Um, she'll be really? ha- passing through sometime in the fall. No so that'd way. be super Holy awesome cow, to do. So oh my gosh, it'd be such a trip. Um, yeah. Do you do you remember um, that period of the time, uh, like during the accident or like after the accident? <laughs> do I remember <laughs> do, that accident? Do you re- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very, very strongly. Do, yeah. do you want to tell your side of that? Yeah. So uh, was was yeah, it was pretty pretty big accident. They say... In an average person's lifespan, you're, you should be in like one one significant car accident in your life. Wait, really? And I heard that somewhere, so I just got mine out of the way really early on. <laughs> so, 15 years old, I'd gotten my uh, permit, driver's permit in, in Alabama because that was our permanent residence. We lived in California, uh, but because we moved so often, it was um, it was our um, permanent residence was in uh, Alabama. Anyway, dro- driving into town while we lived in California and stopped for a crosswalk um, where a lady was trying to cross the road and a semi-truck behind me did not see me come to a stop. Um, so he hit me <clears throat> going, they, they think about 45 miles an hour, um, uh, knocked us all unconscious in the van. Mm. We, we flipped around, flew into onco- oncoming traffic. Um, I woke up in the van in the van and was you know came to pretty quickly knew exactly what had happened um mom was was conscious but doesn't remember anything mm-hmm. um so we're in a chrysler chrysler no a dodge grand caravan so it was mm-hmm. an extended uh caravan and um he hit us so hard that mom and i came out of our seats in the front and ended up in the back of the van where where jackson was sitting um, so I woke up, 
underneath mom, both of us out of our seats, the backs of our seats had broken. We flew back in the back. Um, they had to do the jaws of life to bust the side door open to get mom out. Um, they took me out. They actually landed a helicopter in the, in the road and took Jackson. Jackson was unconscious for four days. Mm. Uh, woke up on the, I think he woke up on the fourth day. Um, but ended up having to repeat the ninth grade, like wrote some of his, <laughs> do you remember he wrote some of his letters and his numbers backwards? Yeah. He, yeah. He wrote sevens backwards. Yeah. Sevens and P's, the letter P. Mm-hmm. So he, so a little bit of, um, I guess brain damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they actually kept him in the hospital for, um, to be prepared to drill on the skull mm-hmm. because he had hematoma or swelling yeah. of the brain after the car accident. Um, I had pretty bad whiplash and a, and a cut on my arm. That was, I had the least amount of injuries. It was not bad at all. And then mom uh, was unconscious in the van, came to in the hospital, um, and they ended up having to um, amputate the muscle or the skin and fat on her right thigh because it had, mm-hmm. so gross, but it had quote unquote degloved mm-hmm. from, the from oh, yeah, from flying out of the seatbelt. Squeeze it like a tube of toothpaste is what they say. <laughs> her like oh. the picture of her leg, like yeah. it literally looked like ground beef. Like oh, yeah. beef it's just disgusting. So they amputated it, then did a skin graft from her other thigh, um, to mm-hmm. to patch, and then she got staph infection in the hospital. So that was that was why she was so long in the hospital. But anyway, it was crazy. Yeah, uh, we settled two years later out of court uh, from the trucking company. So it was a long. Uh, long process, a lot of healing for Jackson, a lot of healing for mom, a lot of recovery. Um, I had to see a chiropractor for a couple months just to kind of get my yeah, because they back said and since you realigned. saw it coming, you kind of yeah. Up. So that's what had happened is I I saw the truck coming in the rearview mirror and tensed up, and so when they hit us, I just pulled every muscle in my mm. neck and back. Dude, that was the wildest thing ever. Going with you one time to watch your like to like I I never I knew nothing about a chiropractor. And watching him put Bennett on this table and like <laughs> fold him up like a pretzel and then just like jump and put all his weight on it. Yeah. And Rice dude, literally your spine was just like, yeah. was like I felt, oh. it was amazing that I was seeing a chiropractor. What's what's crazy though is we were all supposed to go into town, mom and all all mm-hmm. of the kids. And I just didn't want to go. Jaden didn't want to go. No, John didn't want to go. No. But he wanted candy. No, but the only way John could stay is if you stayed. Yeah, and so okay. you, you so Jaden stayed so that John could stay. Um, and if either one of you guys would have, if if y'all would have come, one of you would have had to sit in the back seat mm-hmm. of the van, and the back seat of the van did not exist yeah, it, after right. that regard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have the worst FOMO ever. So this is the the <laughs> the craziest thing about the story is that this is literally the one time I didn't want to go for some reason. Mm-hmm. And like Bennett said, because I didn't go, didn't go. If you would have, if Jaden would have went. I would have had to gone, and I definitely would have sat in the back yeah. seat, and I definitely would have been a smear on the road. Like there would have been nothing of me left. It, I mean, it was pretty inc- incredible that um, that Jackson survived that. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a pretty big deal. Um, like I said, my injuries weren't that bad, but it was a pretty gnarly car accident. Yeah, and it was it was an uh, intense time too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> John and I were so yeah. John and I were at home. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember. I guess Dad called me. I guess. excuse me someone had gotten a hold of dad to let him know what happened and at that point we knew nothing about jackson um and And actually when when i was in the hospital because i asked about jackson they said he had to 
because he was a younger because mm-hmm. he was younger they had to take him to the, a different hospital where they could treat a, ch- a child yeah. we didn't know that they flew a helicopter in because he was unresponsive mm-hmm. yeah so cra- i mean just crazy i get this phone call and i'm just like oh my gosh and i'm you know so like sick to my stomach worried um <laughs> john <laughs> i go to he's a little kid he didn't understand what was going How on old but were you in 2005 uh, probably older than I should have been. I probably know. older than he should have been. I was going to let him get away with it. Anyway, I go in to tell my baby, my sweet baby brother. My whole family's gone. My dad's at work. He's trying to get to to uh, mom and Bennett. And he, I mean, I don't think they could get to Jackson yet. I think he was going to get to mom first. Um, I'm not driving at this point. So I'm, I'm just at home with John, just waiting to hear anything, anything. And uh, I go in to tell my sweet baby brother, you know, just like kind of what's going on. I'm thinking about how to explain it to him where he's not going to get too scared and freaked out. But he also needs to know, like, yeah, something crazy is going on right now. And I just want that, like, emotional support, too. <laughs> and John's, res- I'm telling him what's going on and what I know um, in an appropriate way for it to tell a little kid. And his response was... So I guess this means I won't get my candy. <laughs> Bro, Priorities. I think I slapped you on the back of the head and walked out I of the room. I mean, come on. Like, yeah, they, were sour pa- they were Sour Patch kids. Like, yeah, you know, no, for sure. Oh, I mean, I was concerned about Mom and Bennett and Jackson, but like, I'm, you know, like, <laughs> were the, was the candy in the in the van? Somebody grabbed it like while they were and there. Did they make like, it to the store? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the wreck on the way or are on they, the way back? Are they still going to bring it to me tonight? Like, I don't yeah. understand. Like, do I just pick that up from the hospital? or what, how, do I, how, do, how do I get that? Anyway, just that, yeah. Uh, Sherry had mentioned a couple of memories of, like, playing poker in the um, in the hospital with, like, going to see mom. And the, yeah. the, the nurses just thinking they're crazy. And Sherry was a hoot. Like, it was always such a good time. <laughs> it's all cracking up. Yeah. Um. So and and yeah, again, just to just to kind of say how the culture is in the military is mm. those women and and I remember the chaplains coming over and um, just a ton of those friends that just kind of yeah. were there with yep. us, like just like you would expect family to be. Our um, chaplain brought mom clothes to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. I think she had to go buy clothes. Yeah. Or something like that. It was just like whatever you need. It's something, a crisis mm-hmm. like that is, is happening um, in your community. Everyone is right there yep. and just goes above and beyond. Nothing nothing expected. That's just yeah. your family. And yeah. We had neighbors bringing over food. We had mm-hmm. people from the church bringing meals to we us. We had people like Sherry driving <clears throat> me to go see mom um, in the hospital, which was in Sacramento, which was, I want to say, over an hour away. It was just These over people an hour. were yeah. taking time out of their lives to just care for us that way. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, anybody, this is important, just so you know, anybody that sees mom or knows mom or whatever in an appropriate setting, ask to see the scar because it is the craziest <laughs> scar ever on oh, her leg. It's on her way up her thigh, so it's not, <laughs> I mean, it's not that mom. It's not that bad. But, like, she, I remember asking her, like, what are you going to tell people or whatever? And she was like, I'm thinking about saying it was a shark bite. Yeah, it looks like a shark bite. It looks like a shark bite. Also, do y'all remember the picture of, uh, there was a, we, we got a couple pictures from the like wreck like from the scene or whatever and i don't know why the most distinct one ever was like the van in the background or like you know like 100 yards away or whatever you just see like a ball of metal and then right in the bottom of the picture there was one of your white zumbas or whatever or whatever zumbas. whatever, whatever <laughs> uh shoe you're wearing they're, they're just adidas or just adidas like but it was just like 
you could tell how bad it was. I mean, obviously, Again, you could tell how bad it was. Again, this is a shoe podcast. Zumba's, yeah. You Welcome tell, back to the shoe podcast, everybody. <laughs> you could tell how bad it was because of the wreck, but, like, uh, yeah. well, it, the, fact that, the fact that your shoe was, like, 400 feet away. Yeah. Literally, I, I I woke up and thought, one of my first thought was, where's my shoes? <laughs> my feet were still under the steering wheel, but my head was, was banged up on the back chair, and Mom was laying on top Jeez. of me sideways. <sighs> Because the backs of the seats broke. Yeah, I was I yeah. I came out of my seatbelt. Yeah, we both crazy. Did. I you know what I was thinking about? I was just about to shout out to uh, military people um, because yes, like thank goodness everybody was okay, everybody lived, you know. Um, but Tricare, because yeah. Jackson was airlifted. You and mom both rode ambulances. Mom mom spoke. Uh, Stayed in the hospital for I think it was like two months. I think she was yeah. well. She she was in ICU or no ja- Jackson was ICU. Jackson's ICU. But she's she stayed in a pretty intense yeah unit yeah with the, with the, with the wound care yeah. or whatever yeah and and then and then I I wrecked my motorcycle in California too. We were just like getting those points with Tricare, <laughs> right. just like take care of it. You don't pay a penny. So for people that don't know what Tricare is, it's like. Really good insurance. Uh, the best. The well, best. It's, it's military. You don't pay nothing benefits. for nothing. So yeah. imagine, yeah, like you're saying, the the car wreck or whatever, ambulances, do oh, bro. a helicopter. Our family it? would right. still be paying off that. Well, that would have been so expensive. But like I said, well, the, yeah, the, the settlement. Yeah. We we settled from the trucking company because they it was their fault. It was yeah. their liability, so they they ended That's up paying for everything. But those, I mean, those hospital bills were insane, dude. If anybody knows how much a helicopter ride is, it's not cheap. You should add a money. I mean, the ambulance ride was like ten thousand dollars. I want to say, I don't, uh, now I'm not confident in the dollar amount, but I know because Dad was so busy, Mom was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. As those bills were coming in, I was taking it to that agent on base oh, for Tricare, yeah, so they could file and stuff. Oh, um, no. And I remember taking a little peek. Um, now I'm not confident, but I think it was like. Like one hundred thirty thousand or something. Yeah, I don't. But I don't, but I, if I, that's I, wrong, I, but if that's wrong, and mom next time she sees this, she's gonna be like, "That was not even true." So <laughs> I don't know. I mom, just know it was mom's a lot in of fact checking us a lot. So we we've determined that we're just gonna do our podcast, and if it's something important, we'll let mom fact check us. But otherwise, we're just gonna keep just, it all moving on. Just know that like ninety percent of what we not ninety percent, but a lot of what we say is probably exaggerated. <laughs> we're optimistic communicators yeah. yes this is true it we're might have been liars, a nine though. foot snake i don't know you know what? it was a nine foot snake it was just in a cooler not in a shoe box because a nine foot snake could not fit a, in a, shoe a box. nine foot rattlesnake yeah bro it was, it, it was the it, it was, was a record it was a record breaking like in northern california where there's diamondback they, where rattlesnakes they, all over the place where they couldn't release it back in the wild because well, it was like, so big nine feet is taller than these ceilings right oh now. yeah oh yeah it's tall anyway so, uh, so there was another, we got another email in, um, John, you want to take over? Yeah. So I had a friend write in, um, about basically her upbringing and how she was not in the military, you know, like her, her, actually her, funny enough, her dad was in the military, um, but didn't really grow up in the military, but still had a very similar like upbringing. Um, so uh, I'm just going to read bits and pieces of it and we'll just like kind of dissect well, it. Cause it's, cause what I do like, um, is yeah, this, this podcast is primarily for military families, people that grew up in the military, but really some of the concepts we talk about mm-hmm. people can relate to that just moved a lot growing yeah. up. Like we, you mm-hmm. know, we have a friend that a close friend of ours that 
um, her dad was a traveling pastor. And mm-hmm. so her, her, it's very similar to us every couple years would move. And anyway, I just, I like that, that kind of relates to other people too, kind of a, on a more broad yeah, um, picture. Cool. And just so y'all know, this is going to put us to, like, we think we've moved a lot. Y'all, about to, y'all about to be put to shame, dude. So <laughs> the title of it is Ask Me Where I'm From. <laughs> Play on words there, whatever. Um, she says, I actually hate being asked, where are you from? It's one of the most uncomfortable things for me to just pick one. Uh, yeah, totally makes sense. Like that's yeah. kind of how this podcast started. So when we talk, we're like, we're talking about what to name it. And when people would ask us where we're from, you just freeze up. You're like, uh, yeah. where did I live the longest? Where do I live now? Where was I born? Yeah. So it's funny. Uh, she's the youngest uh, of four. So. Oh, another little baby of four. Just and like she's, you. And she's the only girl. So she kind of relates Just to you. like you. And she was born in Georgia. So it's kind of like, well, bro, this is you. Actually. This, is actually <laughs> this is actually just your story. Um, You're actually the youngest. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So she said halfway through my sixth, uh, my sixth grade year, uh, her and her brother moved to Florida with her mom. They moved into a hotel and then from condo to condo. And then to a house. She said, I lived in more hotel rooms than people have stayed in hotels in their entire lives. I can't even keep track. And yeah, she said that um, at some point, her and her mom were like counting up all the places that they lived. And they moved 26 times in four years. Wow. (laughs) I mean, that that does put us to shame because I think we lived seven places. Yeah. In the in the twenty six years that he was active duty, that's that's a lot. It's a lot of around. Wow. So like, it just goes to show like what we're talking about might not hit kids that grew up in the military, but there's still other people that moved around a lot when you know in their childhood for different reasons or whatever. But people still know what it's like to move mm-hmm. all the time, and I'm sure other kids you know feel that feeling when people ask them where they're from. It's like I don't really know how to answer that. That's I mean I I love hearing that story because it's there's so much of it that we can relate to and identify like mm-hmm. oh my gosh I know what that I know what that feels like I know what it's like when somebody asks you where you're from or like talks about like your childhood home or something like that you you just you don't have that you don't have that common common ground with a lot of people or like, so I think it's really cool that we can relate to a lot of this but it's also cool to see like a whole different you know story it's you know mm-hmm. there's a lot in here that we we don't relate to we didn't we don't have that same experience. It's also, like, super relatable, the part about, like, going home after a long day, like, hanging out with your friends and having so much fun, you know, and you walk through the front door and your mom and dad are talking and they're like, you kind of already know. It's like, you walk up and it's like, what's going on? And they're like, we got to move. Yeah. Right. And you're just like, yeah. you kind of feel that sinking, like, man, that sucks. Well, and, and I'm not sure, uh, like, if that person would relate <clears throat> to our other friend that grew up, not military, but moving around a lot and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, she she married into the military so she you know got to know the military but and then being able to see the difference of not having that kind of community with other people that are like you and moving constantly too and and anyway that would that would be so difficult like I can't imagine um moving that much relocating that much and not in it not being in the community of military yeah, right. and having that kind of support system built around you of at least these people understand and i can relate to someone on base kind of thing right because that yeah, is what's that's different. a good point that is what's different about you know when you're in the military or you're a military family i don't know why we keep saying we were in the military we were not in the military yeah. but like as a military family we are surrounded by military families that are also moving if you live in a small town and you move around a lot or whatever you move to a small town people don't think 
oh, I wonder if they moved around a lot. It's like, yeah. you know, nobody really knows. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, in the military, you're like, where all have you been? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your passport look like? What's yeah. the coolest place you've lived at? You're right. Yeah. Or yeah. where are you coming from? Where are you coming from? Why where is, are you going? <laughs> why is everybody that you beat on base, so, besides us, everybody lived in Ramstein? John, yeah. John even thought we lived in Ramstein. <laughs> Ramstein, and then... It's, uh, Guam. That was another one. Guam. I feel like I feel like all the cool kids were all like... And I, I feel like a lot of people Guam. we knew lived in Alabama at some point. Alabama or Florida. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, yeah I guess a lot of our friends have lived in Like in Montgomery Florida. or something like that, yeah. Yeah, we never got to live... I wish we lived in Florida. Right, that would have been ideal. Yeah. Ugh. Too good to be true. But I don't know why I always wanted to go to Guam, because... All of my friends in high school and stuff, all the cool kids, like, lived in Guam. Yeah. Mm. Or, like, or Japan. Yeah, Japan. Because everyone would talk about, like, going to the 100 yen store. Mm. It's like it's like the a dollar store. store. Yeah. But 100 yen, it sounded really cool. Yeah, I always felt left out that we never went yeah, there. Yeah, that we never went to the 100 yen store. But also, did they get to live in the Azores, though? I'm referring to my friends that lived in the Azores. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was yeah. Those, those same friends. Oh. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Guys, these are these are really cool write-ins. Uh, love this story. Love the relatability, but the, yeah, with love the to different hear more perspective. of those stories. Yeah, with that different perspective. Friggin' so cool to hear from Sherry. Oh my gosh, yes. I can't believe I can't believe like. <laughs> I feel like we reached a celebrity when we when we got to Sherry. He's like, oh my god! Yeah. When you sent me that that message over, you're like, look who look who emailed yeah. us. I was like, Holy what god. the heck? Yeah, yeah, so fun. So that's that's really cool to kind of reconnect and kind of bridge that bridge that distance, and then and then kind of like land somewhere with another another cool story. I love that. Yeah, and also for like our friends or family, um, you know, that live around here or whatever. Like I keep saying, people that had never been in the military. Don't worry, we won't say your name or anything like that. So someone write us in that has like never moved or never leave like left a state or something like that. Someone that's like lived in the same place for their entire life. That'd be cool. Tell us that like upbringing. Like or this was my friend that I met in kindergarten. We're still friends today. Like yeah. what? Or 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 here's some bad thing or like here's some things that I struggled with by not leaving. Yeah. You know my hometown and I don't know just kind of offer up that other side of the coin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be, that, be a really cool like guest uh, guest appearance, like mm-hmm. somebody who's like never left their hometown. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. We should find someone. We know we know a handful of them. I think <laughs> <laughs> um, from Old Prairie Grove. You know what? Uh, just reading about uh, some of Sherry's uh, memories and stuff that yeah. we were talking about uh, was World Cups in California. Yeah, that was particularly fun with all of our friends. Um, and I think of that that little strip of street of yeah. we had I said really trash, good yeah. trailer trash and biker trash biker trash we had so we we loved Portugal so we had like Portuguese uh, we didn't have a Portuguese flag up but like we were for Portugal that that World Cup and then the next house they were from Holland. Yeah. So they had all they they did go all out because all orange because our, our our neighbor she actually was she was literally from mm-hmm. Holland and mm-hmm. married married a military yep. guy and then the next house they were from England <laughs> yeah. and they had all their like stuff out that was I miss those those times that watching World fun. Cup with yeah. you know like actual foreigners or like people that were just like really into it and stuff like Do that. Do you remember watching the World Cup uh, in Portugal? Uh, Euro Cup. Yeah. Euro Cup. Oh, it was a right, two thousand four right. Euro Cup. Uh, uh, Portugal went to the final. Yeah, they lost to Greece in the final, and that was that was a time. Yeah, the the island was nuts. Yeah, yeah. Where did where did we go to watch that? It was somewhere off base. I remember y'all went. You and mom went with a with a group, and I didn't. Oh, you didn't. Go the roundhouse. 
Yeah. That's so crazy. The roundhouse. The roundhouse is like a was it like a pizza place or something? Um, I don't know. I know you could get alcohol there. But it was and it was literally a round building. Yeah, round round building. John, do you remember the roundhouse? Clever. Yeah. You not not the <laughs> Clever. <laughs> <laughs> not the not the chicken house, the roundhouse. Yeah, no, me and Dad for down, some down in Praia. Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> you don't remember. I do not remember the roundhouse, I guess. I had better place to be. Better stuff to do. Huh. Oh. Besides watch the Euro Cup with in country what, with what better were you doing on the island where you like watching the waves? Y'all realize at that point No, like, he's playing hundred percent playing wall ball. Oh, that was just fun, though. Was I also fun. like didn't know like who Cristiano Ronaldo was yet. Like that was not like a you know, like <laughs> cool. Well <laughs> don't I don't know think most of the world did at that point. Yeah, he was a baby. That was still that was still pretty early on. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> <clears throat> Uh, so one more thing I want to add. I want to throw this last piece in. I uh, really want to make sure I say this part. At the very end, she said... Oh, uh, from your yeah, from sorry. email earlier. Yeah, sorry. This is from that email I was talking about from uh, our, our new friend. She said, if anything else, you guys are proving that everyone has a story and that everyone's a little weird. And that's okay. But that no one should feel alone. Thank you guys for sharing your stories. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. encouraging. So it's cool that like, you know... Well, yeah, Thanks we all for have finding a, that part to read too. Right. right. I knew there was... I knew I was missing something like really important that I definitely yeah. needed to get in there. <laughs> Oh, we appreciate that. That's, That's awesome. so cool. Yeah, I mean, kind of like um, what Sherry said in her first email to you. I think it was also encouraged, really encouraging for me to hear. Um, and that was, she said, sharing your experiences for sure is helping someone out there feel loved. Mm-hmm. I so I, I, I love that she said that. I think that's encouraging. It feels like we're doing something with this podcast and with our time here. So we're basically therapists. Aren't we? Nope. <laughs> we basically need therapy. I like that part in the email where she's like, it's okay to be weird. I'm like, check. Yeah, check. Like, done. Yeah. Got that part down. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Hey, thank you guys. Uh, those of you who wrote in, Sherry, new friend, y'all are awesome. Thanks for the encouragement. Thanks for the, the memories to, to hash back out. And thanks for the, the story that we get to process and kind of, uh, run run parallel with our lives and, and pick out some of those um, relatable relatable topics. Um, this has been a good episode. Um, we're going to sign off here. Thank you, guys.